West West, y'all. You are now listening to Empty Out the Clip.
Where I last worked was that Asian club, I think it's, um, it might be Infinity now. But yeah, bro, we still fucking lay guys out there, like, to be honest. Like, it was like, because, you know, like, we work there every week. Mm. Like, you let one guy come and fucking play up, he's going to be like, fuck, oh, shit, bro. You know what? Fuck, that guy's not working here, but the boss had a rule, like, if he gets an altercation, you're not there the next week. Oh, yeah. Because when you go to the island clubs and we did it, like, say, on K-Road, if you have an altercation that week, you're not there for a month because the chances are that guy's gonna come back. Like oh, more yeah. guys. Oh, that makes sense. But when the same is do it, they come back the same night. <laughs> and and it's not just them, like because close body security for singers, they wear guys wear throwbacks. Yeah. So if you know a guy's walking in, this guy's like feel my little buddy like, hey, hey, you wanna dance? And he's got two guys standing on his right and left with yeah. throwbacks. Yeah, that guy's protected, eh? That guy obviously comes from a string or try Because you know, like fuck he can make one call, six guys will show up. But that's how that's how their life is, eh? Mm. Yeah. So I was like, nah, fuck. We gotta set up our mucks. So when it was like time, like guys would come in, and we know they're underage. But they just fucking got solid cash roll, they come in, chuck a few K, you know, and oh, I want that beef at the back. Full of yeah, underage kids, eh? VIP boots <laughs> fucking looking after them, playing up, like, to the point, like, they're taking off their shit, like, like just time to come down. Don't mm. shit on me, yeah. But anywhere else, that's like, get rid of this car, eh? Fuck, come play up in here. But those Asian was really nice. What about the money? Like they would buy fucking trays of drinks. Just, mm. Yeah, man. And like leave. Like, what about your drinks? Take it, have it. Come back the next week, do the same shit. But then they didn't play. I think because it's usually it's usually not them. It's the answer. Right? Oh, like yeah. if I bought up down, my like, other starts playing up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I want to come back next week. Huh? Like relax, man. But, yeah, that shit's real, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you're not doing that anymore? It's still... No, really. I'll do private. We do private gigs, eh, Yeah, just... We do oh, mansions yeah. and... <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. We do the cashies and the... Cash, yeah. A feed and two bricks. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Because it's not worth it, eh? Like, bro, when, like, when a, a group comes back, mm. like, I know a few years later when I left, there's a few guys we've into real big, like, these, it, it turned into Royal Rumble. Then I'm out playing five car with my wife. Then I just see the license plate. Because I'm always thinking for a license plate, say, like you see, like in the middle of the like, daytime in Auckland, like we're still going see a big motherfucker on 22s. That's going to stick out, eh? Like, you yeah. know, oh, fuck, I've seen that car before. And when you've seen it in town, you know, this guy's from fucking the city, eh? Or he's got a rental out here. He lives in the apartments. But you just know, it's like, fuck, I had trouble with this guy. But what's the chances are that fucking just make one call? Mm. And I'm not shopping with my wife. Fucking this guy rolls up on me. I bought my stuff, you know, yeah. my gear. I thought, hey, I know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck to me, dog. Dad, fuck. Was the Asians very possible with the gun ones and shit? He just didn't know me. Yeah. Like, I remember guys who roll up on doors with guns, like, which would be one shotgun, 10 guys. But I was like, fuck, there's nothing here. But we're saying it's real, bro. They were, it's like the X Gang. You know, on that fucking movie, it's like the X Gang, bro. Come through Hustle. Come through Hustle. It's like, after Cavalli, after Cavalli. And you don't know who's part of it, you know? Because you'll be in the pub, you're like, 
No, fucking. You try and count your security today. No, no, fuck this thing. <laughs> but you count, you, you count it. So you make sure. You make sure it's like, no, fuck. Safe, bro. Safe. You see. If you know we can't handle it, it's like, take a little bit off, can. Fade into the fade into the curtain. It's the curtain. They must their life, man. Fuck. You see the uh, the drug you guys when you drive too, like. Like you might do a turn or something like that, and they're like blowing up, and it's like nothing, you know. What I mean? oh, you can see they're like they look a little bit crazy. Eh? Just yeah. talk to yourself ones. Eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or even they just get angry at anything. Yeah, you know what I mean, like you can't even move, and they're beeping you to move, and like right, there's, there's a car in front of me, man. You know, it's just like. Yeah. See, I know you live. So you live off uh, Tattoo Road. Like some, you know, in the mornings, like there's that woman that she's she's dancing. Yeah, apparently she's, she's walking she, down the... Have you seen her? Is that yeah, the one that dances, eh? She's, she's dancing on the side of yeah. the... Yeah, so, you know, because she goes past every day, my wife, her kids go to the tour as well. My mm. wife asked her, oh, hey, can I just ask, like, you always dance? She said that she does it for her mental, uh, mental health. Yeah. Oh, okay, to well, feel good. Yeah. Oh, okay. So she said, like, she must have gone through some stuff and just started walking, yeah. but then she just chucked the headphones on and she just... But she doesn't say Eminem. Oh, 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 I'm just yeah, sweating. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole time, so I'm, I'm thinking yeah, to the freestyle. Push up your body. Oh. That's how she's dancing, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah she looks pumped. See, you know, we're talking about people on P, like, they can wear black. That's all I'm thinking when I see her on the side of the road. Nah, but man. she's not, eh? I guess you can't <laughs> tell, it Because I've had family members that have been on P and they're like, they're normal. But then I was like, oh, that's me, cousin. <laughs> They're like, where are you going? <laughs> nah. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it depends, eh? Mm. Depends, but yeah, the guys that I've come across in town, yeah, that's like, that's like ugly, man. Mm. But she's doing that just for, to get uh, for her piece of mind. That's some, she's got some guts, man. Because yeah. cause some people need to be, to release something, eh? If they, mm. and, if they got. She can't do it in her room or? Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> hey, if it works for you, if it works for her. I guess it's like somebody want an audience, eh? Hey? Yeah, but see, I, I don't think that's the, I don't think that's her, like, like aim for oh, yeah. crowd audience. I think in her own head, she needs to do that for her own self. That's her outlet, eh? Hey? Yeah, that's her outlet, talking, yeah, yeah. Her outlet's not talking, yeah. no, but she's gymming her, but then gymming into music. She's obviously, like, taking the free route and fucking walking up and down. The road and yeah. not give a shit about who's watching. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You don't give a shit about anyone that's watching or anyone that what thinks. Eh? Yeah, because it's in your own mind. Mm. And I think um, it's like um, how you know how some people trash talk in games and sports. Yeah, and yeah. They, they, sometimes they don't do it just for. But they do it for themselves. They do it for themselves to hype it's themselves like, up. Yeah, yeah. But uh, to others, it's like, but well, this guy's trash talking. Yeah, because you did say like. Yeah, so obviously like, but cars beep eh? Yeah. People laugh, people beep at her, and like, yeah. obviously she's like, I'm gonna shit, I'm gonna do my thing, you know? But when people beeping, but like, I've been like stuck in traffic some days, and, or like when the bus is pulled out without indicating, and you're like, fuck, you know? Then you see her, like, hey, that's so, you know? <laughs> Change, you go from like going for one of the fussy the bus driver to seeing her. <laughs> Dear fan girl, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, that's what she says. Dear fan girl. <laughs> just for all the people stuck in traffic, I'm saying, she's really, you see that short face, like, well, yeah, this is okay. People can people can beat the horn there. People can think she's weird, but at least it's something to make your days different on your way to work in the morning. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But all my boys from memory when they come out for cutting, they go, hey, what's up with that lady cutting again? Did you look up? Yeah. <laughs> did you look? Did you smell? Were you like, hey, what the fuck? Snapchat, yeah. that shit's old, bro. She's been there for years, man. Like, oh, true. Hey, people were stopping on drugs. Yeah, nah, dude. <laughs> you know about it, you know about it, bro. You obviously take notice of what? Sure, anyway, guys, we got um, our good guests in the house on the whistles later. We've we got Yash, aka the Guru of Gains. What's up, brother? What's up, yo? What's up? Welcome. Glad you jumped on the internet clip, man. But, um, th- you know, this podcast is all about what we did during the weekend, what went on in the news, social media, or whatever's. So, yeah, man, how, how's your week been? Oh, uh, yes. We are, a big part of it has been the rugby, being a fit. The rugby season, so I think the last time was on. Yeah. Same same subject, but because uh, you know you got Tuesday, Thursday training, and then the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday, uh, so it's like a big part of it. And then the other days, uh, my wife trains on the Monday, Wednesday, uh, Monday, Fridays. So it's pretty like a routine type of thing. But it's been tough taking a lot of L's, but because we're zero and four at the moment with our uh, with our team, but you know we still you know we stick to our process and do what we can and. Uh, and I hope, you know, hopefully the boys can learn and experience different things and they can, you know, when they get older they can um, draw some stuff that we've taught them or they can just, when they catch up their mates, it's a bit of fun times they have because even though we're losing but we're hopefully delivering a good experience and, you know, they have some fun along the way. That's yeah, yeah. the first thing happened there, Ole. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. that's the one big cop? Yeah, that's one, one. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So. Oh, they're right? Huh? These guys are lucky, man, they're in yeah, we were like JB's, like, yeah, we got, we got a good coaching staff and managers and stuff like that. So, yeah, we're doing our best to, you know, give, it, give the guys every chance to do well, you know? Like, we try to do the, you know, we hang the jerseys up and give them the lollies and try to learn how to strap and we bring the DP down. Like, you know, trying to treat them like super bro. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, so, like, you know, even, even with the tape on the hand and they write their, you know, their hey. mom or God or whatever it is, yeah, you know, yeah. just try to, like, hang Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Provide whatever they need. <laughs> and then this week, because last week it rained harder. We played, uh, I think it was only harder and it rained. And it was, I've got to get those jackets, you know? So then during the week, try to get those uh, jackets for the bench guys on yeah, the yeah. side, you know? So we got those. Just, <laughs> nice. we, we sort of figured out as we go along, and they're like, oh, we had trouble with this. Like, what can we do? Like the first game, we had our water bottles, but uh, the, the field didn't have uh, a tap. So then the next one, I was like, oh, I'm going to get a big water drum in case that happens again. Yeah. So then I got big water drums to fill them up and then you fill them up with that drum. Then have to rely yeah. on the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you learn along the way like yeah. what, what you need, you know what I mean? Before the stuff, like the gear and equipment. Yeah, that's me, man. We even got those, uh, the hit, the hit piece thing. Oh, really? <laughs> so, so I'm on one side, oh, sure, and then the back skirt is, is on the other side. Is it boast, uh, boast speakers like the NFL? <laughs> it's just the one earpiece, yeah. and then you just press the button and then you speak, and then like, copy that. And you know, and nice. the, the coach would just tell us, like, oh, can you tell the boys, you know, pass the ball out, or keep it tight, or whatever, and run on, you know? So that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, that sounds cool. Because I remember when you first came on and talked about this. Yeah, this it was sort of before, at the beginning this, of the day, yeah, yeah. This yeah. was before the season started. Right, yeah, yeah. So it was good to know, you know, how you talked about how you're the strength and conditioning coach for Evandale College, yeah. first team team. And I also listened to your episode with JB. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah we read that for a bit more insight. Yeah, because yeah, that was that St. Peter's boys, eh? Yeah, St. Peter's boys. St. Peter's doing well in the, the one day right yeah, now. Yeah, they'll be on top, I think. Yeah. I think they'll be a few. Yeah, so it was cool to hear them talk about the old school, bringing their ways down, trying to change everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Professional, yeah. but 
Nah, it's, it's awesome how you guys are doing that, like trying to make it more professional with the tape and, and the coats and all that. Yeah. You know, it's cool. So when is the school going to come do the haka? So we did the haka uh, our first home game. We weren't going to do it at home because we didn't want to go to like, you know, the South School. And, and then they, 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 they were like, what well, are us, you know? And we're just like, oh, we'll do it at home, you know, we're defending our turf. Yeah. <laughs> they were swearing at us. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to be coming too aggressive and yeah. put up the wrong impression to uh, other school. And then we were supposed to do it yesterday, but man, you know, have you guys seen The Last Chance here? Yeah. yeah, 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 with the, you know, the kids that were talented and sort of like that, like we only had like 14 guys um, and then like some of the guys didn't know Haka, so we, we, we canned it, so oh, it, was, okay. it was a bit disappointing, um, but we got we got a bunch of the second uh, second 15 guys to come, so they some of them played a full game and then had to back up and play for us. Mm. Oh, That's hard. Yeah, so one of the boys played, oh, he got he played 60 minutes, he got, he got 10 in the bin, but other than that, he would have played the whole game and, and then the other guys just came off the bench and yeah. Weekend, but but no, that JB's doing good, man, and uh, Dom, Coach Dom, our backs coach. So we're just running into a lot of like uh, red tape from the top, you know, like just because oh, yeah? the. I'd like the school just happy for the team to participate and oh, represent yeah. the school and stuff like that. But we want to like you know do, do well. We yeah. want to win, you know, <laughs> and then you know take it to the next level. But well, would you say that hiccup, that red tape, or well, like you trying to progress, trying to develop? Yeah, the, the rugby program there is is hindered by. By funding? Uh, a little bit. A little bit like, it's more like, we, oh, can we do this? And they're like, oh, we're going to take it to the board. Oh, and yeah. It's just like too slow. And then, um, oh, like not letting, oh, because we had a, we had, a big thing was with the league and the rugby. They could only play one code as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we, um, like, we trained like three of the guys, um, like throughout the thing, and then when the off season and that, and then once, once the league, like, you know, the season was about to start, they said, oh, you're going to choose. Yeah. And then, so they went to this and we lost like three key players. Oh, yeah. like oh there's actually other guys, but I only said three that trained for us consistently. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, just like we, we did a camp, uh, like we, we did some sand dunes, but we weren't supposed to go to the beach. We were in trouble for that. Just like heaps of like real little things like, oh. in terms of promoting the game. Like, yeah. it's got to be through the school. I think like, everything's got to yeah. have... And like we want to do warm-up jerseys and stuff yeah because we don't have any and then like no like because we'll pay for it ourselves because we've got a good manager mm -hmm. he's drummed up some money for us and that but they're like they, they're holding it back like uh, they're not replying or something like that you know oh, so yeah. it's like you know we're four games in the season it's too slow yeah so i think next year jb wants to go more like independent like mm. yeah do the stuff more on his own if that makes sense no yeah it's hard though because you've got to go through uh, principal and the board yeah. for everything. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if it's the board then you wonder about these um these top rugby schools, eh? Their board members must be rugby fans. Yeah. Or, yeah, or yeah. ex rugby like, players or yeah. you know that kind of thing. So well, it's easier. Playing, you know? Well it shows in the and, and why schools show or go to these Ivy League schools when they don't have a rugby programme, the school's suffering in role numbers. St Kent's is the good example. Mm. When they decided they were gonna get scholarships away or they were stopped poaching from outside of Auckland, their role dropped. Mm. As soon as they, um, I think it was Tassisa Lavelle, his brother Ty, as soon as they implemented the rugby system back into the sport, into the school, the role picked up again. Mm. That's proven. It's proven to a lot of schools. Like people that um, they follow, like the one comp. Yeah, people want to follow the school that's doing the best at rugby. Yeah. Mm. That's why their schools stay at the top. And plus, it, it, it attracts funding. 
like guys that want to go back to the school, they want to do it through sponsorship. Yeah. Like I think last hour when he just started doing the sponsorship thing, maybe a couple years back. Yeah. I think Simo Satiti was the coach. Alright. And they started doing the individual jerseys so they get the old boys to sponsor. And then they, you know, with leftover funding, they might put a, another initiative into the school that's giving back. But that's yeah. why they, they schools do so well, because you know, if they got a good rugby team, oh yeah, sure they're going to get a following. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe Avondale needs to be reminded, like their board needs to be reminded. At one point, they were in the one Yeah. That's going back when I was at school. And like, they had some pretty good players there, eh? like Eric Tupasaw. He was from Wattack, he would never on a scholarship. But guys like this, these are like, what a matter of bread and butter boys, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they were there from the grassroots all the way up, but then to go to Avondale and still stay semi out west. Yeah. This is like a good thing, eh? It's a good thing for the school. Yeah. Like, whether they acknowledge it or not, it's just like a thing, you know? No, there's, def- there's definitely talent there in that. But it's just having the whole package and then the perception of the program as well, because it's. You know, it's maybe the first year reception is, you know, from the old years. Means everybody sort of sees it as that sort of senior aid mentality. Like, you know, have to come training You know, things like that. They got that mentality still. So that's from like generations of five teams or whatever it was before. So the guys coming in now still think it's like that. But where we're there getting pissed off is it's hard because it's the first year. But I haven't said that. Like, I don't know if I'll be. Uh, it's very early, but because man, it takes up heaps of time, man. Like, I love it, but um, because pretty much most of my Saturdays gone, so I don't know if I'll do it next year. I don't know, obviously, I want to do it because I love working with uh, JB and Dom and the boys, but um, just with my own kids, yeah, yeah. just the time. So, I'm gonna talk to my wife probably at the end of the season, will be like a review and mm. reflection, you know, because like, yes, it's from like nine, ten, even to. Three in, the, three in the afternoon sort of thing so like yeah, that's a big part of it but the boys don't realise that eh like how much you're sacrificing they're coming yeah. late or forgetting their mouth guys and stuff and they're like all <laughs> they gotta do is just turn up yeah 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 I've had nights I remember when I coached that when I met up with my brother and we'll catch him like under nines up to the top but then I remember my must have saying something like what kind of dad goes training Monday or Monday Wednesday <laughs> and it's gone all day all morning Wednesday and I was like not a case, not a dad trying to be waiting dinner, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, but I'm just gonna. Yeah, right. I'll come help on training spot. Can't do Saturday for you. Yeah. yeah, so that's what we're gonna toss up. Like, I'm committed this year, obviously, 100%. Mm. You know, because my wife's alright with that. But then after the end, you will see if it's, you know, if you do it. But there might be an option then, like, just take the Saturday off, thing. Eh? Right, you choose Cause, the Yeah, the training. Because the training is important for you. Yeah. As a chief and conditioning coach. Yes, it's tough. Like, uh, it's good. The, like, all the losses, no one said that it's been our f- fitness. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you usually be like, ah, oh, it's our earnings fitter, but we haven't heard that. So, But we have, we're not as strong as we like because when we started the weights, like, in like, November, I, mean, I think it was like, you know, I was trying to get it in October because our guys are really undeveloped, you know, physically. Because mm. when you see the 1A, they're like, they're like men, yeah. eh? They're yeah. like men. And then our guys are like, they have a quite hip pu- puberty type of thing, you know? Yeah. So, oh, there is a bunch of some, but they're like monsters, eh? You can see that. Uh, part of it's genetics, they're just freaks, you know, because they recruit the best guys and that. And then our guys, they need to be hitting the gym, eh? You know, um, to compete. Especially when we play the South teams and that. Mm. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're some great athletes. We play Southern Cross and some centers, you know? They're massive. And <laughs> they run there fast and that. Just the muscle up. Oh yeah, we didn't we didn't get we're only getting like five guys, man. At the start. Mm. 
Yeah, the off season. So I couldn't like the guys we did weights with, but it wasn't enough because it's fifteen on the field, you know. Yeah. And then you got guys that get injured, so we needed twenty there, you know, what I mean, to to get a proper benefit. Yeah. In terms of uh, you know, physical development, mm. so that was a that was a frustrating part that you know we could have been so far farther along. You could have brought in from the beginning, you know. Yeah. Physically and stuff like that. Who's like the top top three teams in that great I think McLean's is they undefeated and Apple and then Tamaki's um, undefeated. St. Paul's, I think they've won and lost one game. We oh, played them and we did not very good before they beat boys. Um, it's just a bunch of good athletes, eh? Um, yeah. Is the top five, top five dominated by uh, Southside team, Southside School? Oh, uh, so East, uh, Tamaki, no, 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 McLean's East. East Tamaki. Yeah. We are West. Who's that West? There's White Tech there in, in the bottom, same as us. Mm. Oh, only Hunger. Not many West teams mm. in this grade. So this is the, this is the one beat we'll see. But yeah, that, anyway, just to sum up, that's, that's been a big part. And then just hanging out with the kids with my wife on the Monday and Friday. So she can have her time. So like yeah. my time is with the rugby. And then her time is to train and socialize there with them. Yeah. As well. yeah. I, 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 just hearing the fact that you're like treating the kids like they're professional athletes and that, you know, that, that that's, um, I, I guess, shows uh, uh, commitment and also making them feel important. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I, I don't know what the word is, but like hearing that, it makes me want, I'm like, I want to shave. <laughs> I'm going to try my school shorts on. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I need to coach me, bro. <laughs> yes, yeah, man. No, that's yeah. I like that. I like hearing that, bro. Yeah, I think it's trying to create that professional environment, eh? Yeah, Because yeah. that's what they see on TV. Yeah. So when they when they say, "Man, we're actually doing what they when I see on TV," it makes them feel yeah, yeah, like you said, feel important, eh? Yeah. What's well, our, our coach? To be honest, like his mm -hmm. initiative, like you know, he pushed to get all the boys in the plays as well before the game and the after function oh, nice. and the, you know, the tires and stuff yeah. like that so really looking smart and we got new jerseys as well uh, and we made sure everyone had socks and that because sometimes those teams can like you know just wear random socks and shorts and things like that you know so we try to get rid of all that yeah. so everybody's uh, uniformed well and nice. you know part of the same team <clears throat> the next part is just getting the jerseys the warm-up jerseys or shirts but we've been held up by that. Like, well, they, we would have had them already if they just let us do what we wanted to do. Because yeah. we, we're warming up and then everyone's got, you know, some guy's got an ACDC, yeah, and his has got a two-pack shirt on. And, you know, like, there's all these different stuff. Good, good um, TV, yeah. Because I remember they did that show with Oscar Kiley and they had the camera going around recording memory college. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing, you know, just hearing your, yeah. Say, well, man, yeah, something special. And something that those kids would never realise, like, Man, like when they actually follow you or see the work that you do in the community and that, they're really like, surely that guy's our coach. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> a lot of kids are like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so always going, bump, bump. Yeah. <laughs> 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 100, 100, yeah. That's the voice that they're hearing in their head. Hit the line, make the line, you know? Little things like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, there'll probably be one all black to come out of your. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't make them, they'll probably play for like Samoa or England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere, go to Ireland or something. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah. Tonga Fasi can do it from the one, what was it, 3B, eh? He was playing was in the yeah, yeah, he wasn't in the top grade, eh? Never yeah. made it until one of those open days, the Blues open days showed up at the school. Mm. And they seen this unit. Yeah. And they put him through his paces, but he was good enough to be in the Blues Academy. 
But it's, it's funny, something like one of the, some of the guys go through in our school, like uh, yesterday, uh, one of our centers didn't turn up, didn't text nothing, and then we go to the Blues game and he's working security. You know, like, so oh. these guys, some of these guys have got like jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah different things. Like, where our other center, he, um, he doesn't make some Tuesdays training because he works as well and looks after his little siblings. So some of the guys have got like tough lives, you know, they've got yeah. like, different uh, responsibilities. And, and then some of the other players, you know, their parents looking after everything. And that's, you know, they don't have to worry about it. They just have to turn up and train. Like, oh, but some guys have got no boots. And, it sounds like, you know, like, like last chance you exactly. It's like, wow. But our coach is the man, like, he tries to get the guys boots, so they don't have boots or. You know, they, oh, cool, they can't man. get the training. He picks up, picks them up, or drops mm. them off sometimes and stuff like that. So, yeah, he's got a good heart uh, for the boys. You know? yeah. Like even even the guys that are uh, like ditched us and wouldn't play league, like he still supports them. Oh man! You know what I mean? Like he watches mm. their games, and I think he let one of them his boots because you know he's he's a Premier rugby player as well, so he's still still in shape and stuff like that. You know, one of the boys' shoes and stuff like that. You know, yeah. so, you know he cares for the guys and that. So, he's a bright guy for the job. Are they going to league at Everdale or league at, at clubs? Oh, league for school, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they can't play league for school and... Just one go to league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our league team's doing really well. It's a pretty, pretty good team. Mm. Like a few, few local guys and stuff like that. Yeah. If they had approached you before JV, would you have gone to do the league guys? Uh, nah, because uh, I know JV's got like a big vision. I mean, mm. like big visions and stuff like that. But maybe Amateur sort of things, yeah. yeah. Like, I think it would have been like that senior A sort of thing, and that doesn't excite me. Yeah, you know, like just train like two weeks before the comp and then hope for the best. Like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't like that. Like, I want to win the whole thing, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though we're not winning it, but I just like that <coughs> that process, you know, that environment, the mindset, and uh, like JB and Dom, they're like winners, so I like being around that, like all these mm. infectious, and you know, we we're on the same buzz, you know. When we talk, it's probably because I remember on the podcast he was talking about, you know, we don't expect to win straight away like the first year. Yeah, yeah. And that was pretty cool because it's all about the process, see, yeah, like yeah. starting it up. So, I think this year you guys make the foundation of what it looks like to be a team. You, know, you guys want to make that professional environment around 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 those boys. Yeah. And maybe this year will be the base, and then next year, you know, that 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 will spread. You know. We'll just carry on to next year, and there people, be, those boys will be proud, and the other boys that look into the team, think, man, I want to be in that team yeah, too. Like, you know? that team, yeah. yeah, there's a bunch yeah. of there's a bunch of yeah, good under fifteens coming through, so yeah, hopefully that's the case where mm. all our year elevens and twelves, um, yeah, saw that we try and build a good program, and then yeah, really eager to get in, get in amongst it and, and rip the school, but um. Probably yeah. The last thing was just like we we created the values and everything like that, and but I can feel we haven't like fully got the buy-in, which is all good. Like like you said, it's probably gonna take a year or two or whatever. Because um, they're not like saying the things and all that, <laughs> you know. But uh, like I'm not angry. I'm just saying how it is. But I think once we get to that level, then you know, we have a real big breakthrough. Because mm. you know, like all the, the top schools, they all like know all their school motto and their hacker and. Everything like that, yeah. They really embrace it. We're not, we're not like that type mm. of thing yet. Yeah, so I think that'll be a big part in terms of playing the spirit, the pride for the school. Yeah, quite, we don't really quite have that yet, but it's it's it's, it's coming. Yeah. See, man. So you can you can sort of say like, it's when Mark Jackson started coaching the Golden State Warriors, right? He built a foundation and 
mm-hmm. like all those players young when they were young and then Steve Kerr came and then they won four was it four or six what how many times yeah, yeah, four, 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 yeah. four and six years but that's how you gotta do it eh? when you, like I think most clubs when they get to the age of thir- under 13s that's sort of into high school eh? and if you've yeah. got a good winning team like if you say you got like a six or seven core guys they all want to transition to the same high school because you want to keep them together mm. yeah. either they go and play league or they go and play rugby and then if they make the 14s or the 15 A's and that team becomes successful that's the team you want to take yeah, into the yeah. official team mm. because you're going to keep them and the core of that team is already that, that's more or less the senior leadership of that group yeah. and then once you've installed the, you know, everything that you're trying to do mm. with the kids that becomes tech and nature to them yeah, yeah. So no, it's like, similar to all their chemistry just rubbed off on all the players and then I was from oh, this guy yeah. that's where they're playing for each other yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing for the jersey Yeah, we didn't have that. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, sure. yeah, interesting because especially the um the the students who are in the team. If, say, say if your team is made up of all of um seven formers, they're there, there for one year and then they're gone. Yeah, right. Then you've got the next group in with the six formers. Yeah, but you want to have that. You really want to have a core of players for three years, maybe. Mm. So maybe two, three or two years, two or yeah, three years. Yeah, so. Yeah. Maybe your core needs to be fifth formers or sixth formers. Because yeah. at least they have two years, two or three years in the team. Yeah, yeah. You know, does that help you guys? No, I agree. I agree, man. Like, because uh, one of my mates, he coaches at Massey. And he was saying, like, like it's too late for some of the guys, you know. <laughs> like, they're in their last years. Like, oh, yeah. we need to clear that generation out. You know, because it's, they, they got the old way of thinking of, like, this is the way the rugby team is. Because they've had our old coaches. Mm. But once they're gone, then all the new kids, they've the highest standard is normal, yeah, because they've yeah, had it yeah. for two or three years. So, yeah, the, I reckon it's the truth because mm. you, know, it's, you need them from year eleven sort of thing. Yeah, mm. yeah like the under fifteens, because it's mm. well, like third, fourth form, then fifth form. That's when you start to yeah, because you'll see the Viena, you'll yeah. see the stars either carry on with the what they want mm. and chase the the first fifteen jersey, mm. or they'll just be like, oh, no, I'm just here for the right because my friends are playing. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> when you can tell the leadership from like the following, you know. Yeah. When they get into that environment, and if you you know make it professional as you can, so like, these guys love it. Right? They, yeah, it's like they got the attentions on them. Yeah, especially like official thing now, you can like look it up online. Most schools will post their photos and who's in the starting lineup, so they'll get all that for the shares on like Insta, mm-hmm. like whatever Facebook. Yeah, yeah times have change there from the alright boys, and you're like sitting there. Bobby, okay, <laughs> <laughs> please. I need to get to but please. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm thinking like the the college basketball in the states. How you know the the one in Dunroo. How you allowed, allowed yeah. to be one year in, in college and you allowed to play in the NBA. Yeah. So. Kevin So earlier this week, the um, All Blacks were announced. And this is part of the, the, the topics we're going to talk about tonight. But I don't know if you guys saw the announcement on Sky TV, but. It was at Samuel House and uh, <laughs> Hey. Oh my gosh. Was, was that where it was? Carry on, Lucy. Yep. <laughs> Carry on. Keep going. Yep. Anyway, anyway, they had this whole Pacifica theme, right? Right? They had the island dancers and all that and everything, right? And then and then it was it was streamed live on um on, on T V One News. Yep, T V One. It was on T V One News. And if you watched it online on social media and if you looked at the comments, <laughs> I don't know if you guys did, but looked at the comments, man, there was a whole lot of racist comments coming up. 
Dos comentários. Eu posso. Vai sim, vai sim. Quando você vai like a like a dose of, you know, honest DJ, and you read the comments. When you're watching that live, it's out the gate, eh? There's comments that are straight out the gate. They're like, like straight up, like, oh, wait, like, there's comments like, oh, what is this? What the hell is this? What yeah. are we watching? Oh, there's comments coming up, like, oh, are they picking people from the Pusavans? Put it this way, like, you know? Had it not been like the all black inside wearing their offals and that, and they didn't put the name of who who, who that person was, like, who your running flag was to the New General Union, he would have thought it was like fucking the Pacific <laughs> Hey, he would have thought was that welcoming the Moana from that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ching, ching. And they got to see what's coming out. You would have thought, sorry, is this the Sam Mansa Moana? And then they go and from Auckland, fuck, what's up with that shit, eh? Like, that's wrong, bro. Like, to me, that's why I support these eight guys, bro. They're crooked as fuck, man. Wait, wait, you know, my, my, my thing, I've got two things out of it, right? First thing was, if you thought this country wasn't a racist country, well, <laughs> when you read those comments, you fought wrong because they all came out of the, they all came oh out God. of the woodwork, <laughs> and it made me laugh because I was thinking, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Is this a result of like the cancel culture we have? Like you know, we can't hurt people's feelings, so people like that go underground until something like this comes up, an opportunity for someone to like say comments about you know whatever happened we saw. <laughs> the second thing was, okay, is this New Zealand rugby's attempt to try and uh, a little bit of a PR stunt? I don't diversify that. <laughs> yeah, ticking those diversify <laughs> boxes, the, the diversity boxes, you know. It's just because they they tried to do it before. I remember when MMT came down and they played the, the New Zealand Kiwis and the fans were the, the red army packing every stadium when MMT were playing. And that game when they won against the Kiwis down in Hamilton. That was just full of red supporters, you know? I, I reckon in NZ Rugby, their eyes were flashing with dollar signs. I remember when they had that Tonga versus All Blacks game, two, 2021, down in uh, Mount Smart Stadium, where All Blacks beat them by 105 points to nil oh. or to six or something. You're going to repair that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they put on a big um, promotional thing for that game, right? Thinking it was going to be like a sea of red, like, like the MMT, but... But it was the complete opposite. There was no one in the stands. Yeah, true that. It wasn't a sellout. There was empty seats everywhere. And you ended up having a Tongan team that had no players because they were locked overseas. They had to bring club rugby players to yeah. play in the team. And they lost by 100 points. So I was surprised with the whole, the way they did the All Blacks announcement with the whole Pacifica theme, you know? But yeah. they, we really had one Pacifica coming to the Super Rugby. Yeah. yeah. So they got the puppets. Like had to say it, but they got the puppets, just the Pacifica faces and the Pacifica heritage facing it. They got <coughs> whatever his job was with New Zealand Rugby Union. Mm. But then to come out with a, the whole island theme that then announced a New Zealand team, like, yeah, I was lost. I was lost. I was thinking, man, that to me doesn't like solidify like how they've gone and done whatever they've done. Because after last night's game, <laughs> all that shit didn't matter. Mm. Like that was pretty much a waste of time. They should have just got a horse and a guy on a on a, on a riding the horse, doing that along the field, and then named the team because they named the team <laughs> before the finals even played. And after yeah. watching last night's game, you wonder, well, we got more ABs than supposedly starting lineup. Right, there's two guys that like played out of their skin last night, and the other one played for the Blues. He was on the field but didn't actually see him do much. I think New Zealand rugby union need to stay in their lane. Because they're starting to look over the, over everyone else, the way they're doing things. Yeah. And they've sort of like lessened the respect of the jersey. 
and the way they put it's gone other days they used to play the um with the probables and puzzles and, and from there pick from that and they sort of had a following you know they sort of their senior leadership because they picked same king and if he's been rubbish before. rubbish yeah but they need a face for it right they need a face to kept on that team where nadi's been playing out of the skin He's probably the mm. best informed Lucy at the moment, apart from the guys playing for the Crusaders. They're all over the show, eh? Mm. And nah, yeah, I don't think, yeah, like I said, man, I've lost more respect for them because they ended up picking the number eight for Mike Kerry. If he plays a minute or just named on the bench, he went have a World Cup. And that's that's why I hate them even more because <laughs> they've gone and tapped into all the guys, even the halfback from the Highlanders. He just gets named on the team, he won't even play. See, that's his World Cup chances gone, you know? See, I don't understand why New Zealand rugby has this. Fascination now with Pas Viga, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they never been, did before. Been here they, they never did before. They never gave you know, us a chance. Because, you know, b- b- before Colour Noir Rugby came about, you know, Michael Jones and Brian Williams, they were, they were fighting for a Pacific team ever since ages ago. And they always got locked out, you know? Until, you know, well, there was. Yeah, until they gave it okay just because of this other team that, were, that was coming in. And all of a sudden, New Zealand Rugby's got, got this. Whole fascination of of Pacifica now, you know, having that performance in front of their announcing the All Blacks, and you know, to me, it just seems fake, you know. Yeah. It's a bit of like the uh, tokenism, eh? Like, I feel like people try to do that stuff in general around, like, I don't know, if it's not really genuine. Exactly. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, it doesn't, yeah. just do it if you want to. Like, if you, really, if you don't really want to do it, don't do it. You know what I mean? Like, don't be fake. Like, this is rugby. Like. Just pick the All Blacks team and the best <laughs> like, team possible. Yeah. Whether they're white, you know, Asian, with all know, of that, you know, just you want to win. Yeah, pick with, the best team. But with regardless. all of that ceremonial stuff that they done, that was so like for Pacifica to identify, who said they're doing all of that? You would have thought that was the whole Samoan team. Like you would expect that, right? You wouldn't be like good here. <laughs> Say every name was a Balangu name, and you knew, like, apart from like Brian Williams, you know. All these great AVs they got picked. If they had a name that team with no Pacifica names, you would have been like, what the fuck, you know? But because that's how they presented the team, it yeah, just yeah. makes them look even worse. Yeah. So they should just stay in their lane, do what they've done in the past, and announce the team after the game in the grandstand or the final, wherever they played the final. Stick to that because everyone would have been, you would have seen all the chat that you saw, and you would have just seen, oh, how come someone say got picked when he got stuffed up? Roger. Like, stuff like that, you know? Nothing to do with the cultures or anything. Mm. Yeah, I think sometimes they, they try to get people in because we've got to have that diversity, but it's like, nah, just get the British person. Yeah, the <laughs> <guys are wrong. laughs> if they're all white or they're all Arabs, then that's what it is, it's you know? Team, if yeah. they're all Maori, then they're all Maori, you know? Just yeah. pick the best people. If, if, you're, if you're picking the, if you're ticking the diversity box, you know, it's all about bringing up the minorities, right? Yeah. I mean, if, if you want to do a, a Pacific theme for All Blacks team announcement, why, why do you have to go there? Why can't you go to the minorities, which is the indigenous of this land? Why can't you do it like a haka yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah. And a, and a maraya? That would probably be more... That like, would be more yeah, yeah. convincing. <laughs> they do a haka, yeah. haka hey, like, yeah, clearly the All Blacks is all about the mana and the haka and stuff. But then for them to go do all of that stuff, it's like, but that's too much, eh? That's yeah. extra. It's it like, came from nowhere too. It came from nowhere. Oh, yeah. well, when cheesy. I first saw it, I was like, damn, are they picking a, a, like a Pacifica <laughs> AB team? And then when I saw it, it was the like, Obrex, I was like, what a fucking joke. And you know what? No, I, I, that's why I understood those racist comments. Mm-hmm. I understood them. I, I don't agree with them, but I understood. That's why I said the, the two things for me. The first thing was me, okay, this 
people say this country is a racist, but look at this, look at this shit on TV. Okay, that's one. The second thing was, yeah, I agree. I don't agree with this um, announcement performance thing because it's got nothing to do with the All Blacks. Yeah. You know, and I agree with why these comments were, were coming up. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I thought, okay, but to me it was also fun. It was funny. It was funny. It was funny to just understand <laughs> why those comments came up, and for yeah. me thinking into the RFU, oh, good one, guys. You guys. Wasn't the Prime Minister of Samoa, wasn't she there? She's here for something, eh? She was there at the announcement. Oh, that's true. Oh, okay. Because it's like, bro, two Leopard would not show up. He would have been released, my players, or my car, for Samoa. And then I can show up there. So it face like that. Did you watch the announcement? No, I saw snippets of it when Ronnie Clark was speaking. And then... um. I think uh, what I saw was I thought he was actually just mocking it. Really? No, but then now, now, now I get it. Like now, after hearing it, um, yeah. Why did they do it at the Ma- the Samoa House and yeah. Mangere? And why was it an island? Why was role is to, to it's like an advocate for the Pacifica in the AB system, mate. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, his yeah, problem, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know, man. Like you know, <laughs> as you get older, it's like. <laughs> Like yeah, the All Blacks put them like gave them a great opportunity, like you know, to get picked in the in the system. Yeah. But like, if you want to go back to your people, like go back to Samoa rugby. Like yeah, why do it for them? Like, the Aves, yeah. You look at it this way: New Zealand's got fucking billions of dollars, and what does Samoa have? Nothing. Yeah, man. So like, if you want to go back to your people, yeah, like praise for them to to try and get one of the speaker off the ground, but. Let it be its own um, identity, like entity on its own, where it actually supplies the speaker and gives money back. Yeah. Whereas what they're doing here, so like just yeah, it's just for sure. Like yeah. there's no like I got mad love for the Pacifica, um one of the and the the core of their team and like what they're trying to do, but it's like yeah, man, it's time to take that shit offshore, because yeah. anything to do with what's based here is like they're not winning. Because mm. you're always gonna get players and be like, Oh, this I hope I might get an A B caller, I'll take it in. Because the money comes with it, but... It's been more of a dream for a longer period of time. Absolutely, because you grew up here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that, you know, the All Blacks is the dream mm. for most. Yeah. But that Tongan guy playing half, though, he's like, what, King winning a couple of years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, son, he just missed your World Cup. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't see him starting, bro. Well, I, I, I thought he was... Yeah, he's good. He deserves he, he it. Really he deserves well. it. He, he's good. But he, obviously, he, he won't start, but, yeah. Yeah, he he leapfrogged a couple of guys already there. Yeah. He, uh, TJ Pernara, he leapfrogged, yeah. and... Um, He's the Chiefs guy. But, but like, even after last little... night's game, yeah. it's like, they get incredibility for half games. So, it means you can pay the best 20 minutes and still get picked. I mean, like, teams. as a person, like, like, I want I want to play league, but, like, if I made the Kiwis, even if I just came off the pitch, it would be, like, a life goal ticked off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I mean, beyond that, I don't know, but then after then, that's when you start to, like, want more game time and think about the bigger picture. But at first, yeah, he's probably just happy if I can be in camp and yeah. you know put yeah, on the jersey or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah like. But because it's New Zealand Rugby Union and they've done it because they've done it enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, as a player, you probably don't see the bigger picture, yeah. but yeah, the, the, the NZR or they do. They see the bigger picture, like still you know, mm. crippling uh, the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. But as a player, you don't see that as much. Like you yeah. just want to get in there, you know. Um, you want to yeah. make, make it, and you're always gonna back yourself. Like even though everyone else might be like, oh, you won't, you won't make it. You know, Athletes, they back themselves. Yeah. And they get paid like pretty well too. So like if they're paying yeah, all money, yeah. Yeah. So the players, you know, mm. 
and just the opportunities you might play in the European tour. Mm. You know, you could play for Tonga Samoa, whatever you might play Fiji, and um, you know, you know, you won't get those big tours that you're gonna get. Yeah. With the All Blacks. But like, it makes me wonder that if you were to offer that, like, say Charles Piltau and they have a quick campaign with what they've got going on now, and say they come up and then someone asks them, like, man, this decision to go play uh, play for Tonga versus what happened when you played for the All Blacks. Which, which would you say was the better? You can guarantee they're going to say what they're doing now because they managed to lead to shore and get paid way more what they're worth, you know? Like, they want to be crippled with how much they got paid and how much game time they would have got with all the talent that's coming through every year. So it's sort of like one of those things like, man, someone needs to ask them because maybe that will be the one little thing that can stop all these um, island players from playing for New Zealand. Yeah, because if you hear it from like one of the highest paid players on the planet. Surely it'll do some sort of thing, eh? Justice thing. Make, make these guys hang out, you know? Yeah. Did, did they cut the time down or did I hear wrong? Like, in terms of if you play for All Blacks, is it one year standard? Like, it's three years. Is it three years? years. There's the loophole through the sevens, though, eh? No, they didn't have to, no. It's, um, it used to be. Is it still now three they, years? They changed the rule, it's three years now. I thought they cut it down, didn't Oh, unless they have, but when they announced oh, it the first okay. time, it was three years. They should cut it down to a year or something, eh? Yeah, but yeah, then if you got it, you know, if but then they say what will happen? What's happening in the league? How you can have a season there, have an off year, and then play. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that that would be more reasonable. Do you reckon? Or I reckon because then you could do both. I think the other obstacle is the is the clubs up up in the normal hemisphere not releasing their players to play in the World Cup. Mm. That's the other problem. But that's probably just big corruption big. from all these these guys up there as well. Even like not yeah. knowing that oh, that's gonna mean that the ABs or Samoa will be weak. Thought, you know? And that, and that's a, um, a world rugby problem because they don't have that problem because FIFA actually tells the clubs you got to release the players, players for the, the World Cup. Yeah. But um, they they haven't had that rule yet in the in the world rugby. But it, then th- things will change because you you get players who play who get, make the All Blacks and then leave the All Blacks, go up north, play for more money, mm-hmm. wait three years, and then come down and play for the Islands again. Mm. Well, the only model that we've seen that's worked is when uh, Tonga, eh? like when Tamarolo and um, Fita, but like they all cash, they had good cash by then. By the time they decided to play for Tonga, right? Yeah. And they achieved all their goals. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Like, he contract and then they played for the homeland. But that wasn't like early in their career. Like they, they did later. You know, they did uh, play for New Zealand and mm. you know Origin and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, okay, you know, we can we can afford to now. Like you know, you set up. Yeah. Let's, let's just do it for our people now. Family and all that sort of stuff, but they sort of ticked off those life goals. We still had a, yellow, a lot of young guys there, like Rob oh, yeah, yeah. and like um, Katoni Stags. Like, even to lure someone like Katoni Stags, the night not playing State of Origin, and just go and play for Tonga. Like, that, that's an example of yeah. what I mean. Like, if they said, bro, come play for Tonga, and then they upset the huge at the World Cup, because that's the World Cup. Like, mm. everybody's gonna watch it. There'd probably be more viewers watching the World Cup in the Origin. In the origin. <laughs> At that one point, you know, so, yeah. so, so Samoa sort of has to have that, like a couple of guys that, like a Roger or whatever, that could play, that decide to stay, you know, play for Samoa and they make the semi finals or something. Or but things to change, eh? That team's solid change. too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Milford and that, team, team, you know, solid team this year. But it's just what the rugby is. Like, man, like New Zealand's got like big pond of fish to choose from. Like, and because a lot of New Zealand, like, clubs have their fears, like, into provincial and stuff. Like, there's so much talent here, but yet some guys can miss out, which yeah. is sort of like, yeah. oh, they get put on the back burner and they pick someone just in form. 
Yeah. Then that guy can miss out on the World Cup because he's already pledged to New Zealand. <laughs> that's that's what drives me. And I think because it cripples the the Islanders, the Ireland teams. The draw are really dangerous, man, because you know they've got a, a club team now. Yeah. And then they've got other guys playing, you know, Fijian guys playing in different clubs. And if they come together, just because they're getting a high, you know, plenty of exposure to high level rugby, mm. you know, like so a big chunk of their Fijian team will be from the draw or whatever. Mm. Plus a few guys from, you know, Canterbury or Auckland or whatever. Oh, yeah. They'll be a strong team. Probably same as Moana as well, eh? You know, got guys that have been playing regularly. There was the other news that came out too, just yesterday or two days ago, of the Australia leaving the Super Rugby. Yeah, well, I heard that today in the barbershop. Oh, so, so if they went and started their own NRL, like the rugby game, yeah. the rugby version of it, how would couple um, the Super Rugby and New Zealand would be left without just the Pacifica teams? Oh, so, true, and so yeah, they, um, something like uh, you know how there's Parramatta, St George, like uh, like a rugby a rugby comp. Yeah, just on Australia, not us. So we'll just be left of the NPC. Oh, we'll yeah. just have NPC, which I don't, I don't find too bad. I like the NPC. Yeah, yeah NPC is cool. Yeah, yeah, NPC is cool. See the new talent coming up mm. and the guys that make it from club rugby up to their yeah. teams. And well, there's a whole spread they, of players. Weekend, New Zealand, how are they? That's because I, I think that you know we don't have the market. Yeah. We don't have the money to have a, like a you know a competition base to be spread around the world. Like I, I think New Zealand. Like, obvious, New Zealand has the best players around the world, right? The best rugby players around the world. Why can't we use that as a, and have that as a, like, a competition? Like, if, when you think about the NBA, you know, that's the best players over there in America, right? Yeah. Like, why can't we have something like that here? Why can't we market NPC, NPC to the world? Ah, uh, so like, as, Pablo and then come over? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, so the best guys come over here yeah, and exactly. play for the NPC. Because you, you, as a product, we're going to give to the world some spectacular rugby, you know, the way we play, you know. And some guys have come over here through the years, eh? Mm. Just yeah. bits of, you know, drips and drips. Yeah, he's Australian yeah, guys yeah. come over. Yeah, yeah. NPC. Even yeah. some of the Japanese players, isn't it? Yeah, they yeah. Come over because they yeah. want to play in the best competition. Yeah, sort of like yeah. NBA. So yeah, that could be a good one. You, you won't get paid, but... <laughs> <laughs> Not as much as you got back home, eh? Yeah, but, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I think that's the fault we have if we... But I don't know, if we find a way to concentrate, if we find a way to sell that competition to the rest of the world, you know? Then we might have some money to pay these these players. Yeah, I don't know what this uh, new um, Silver Lake deal is going to offer. I think we sold NZR sold five percent of it of their shares to Silver Lake. So I'm not sure what they're going to bring. Um, I just hope New Zealand doesn't win another World Cup race with them. With the amount of the speaker players that they've got. Yeah, man. This is like yeah, I'm over already. Been over it for, for a while now. Who, who, who do you go? Who do you go for now? Or any other team too from New Zealand. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, I love, I love individual players, and like, yeah, like we appreciate, we, we love supporting them when they when they make it to the top tier in yeah. New Zealand, which is the ABs. Mm. But it's the fact that the like the, the Pacifica teams are coupled yeah. because of what they've done. I mean, in Australia, like the Tom of Thor when he came here, he came played in New Zealand, and he said he knew he was going to us because he watched like guys like Silk Pekepu go over. You know, because their Togan played here, he was always there, he didn't even to Australia. So he sort of did the same thing, and he's very pinched, bro. Like, he wouldn't, what he's getting paid over there, just to pay for this, his club, he got to, he'd get paid more than most of the All Blacks, and then he's paying for Australia as well. But he's pretty much a millionaire, you know? But, yeah. 
you sort of want that to be the viable dream for the Pacific Cup players, you know, yeah. but then they can go back and play when, when yeah. the time is there. But that um, All Blacks announcement, man, you know, they're, you know what? Circus break. My last, my last thoughts on that, my last thoughts on that was, it just reminded me of how Australia is doing the whole Aboriginal oh. ceremonies before their yeah. games now. They knew it. You that, know? Was, that was just for the Indigenous weekend. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, they're doing it all the time now. The, yeah. Especially the, they do it in Perth. Yeah, the jerseys have changed too, eh? This is not just in around. There's, there's, all the sports. There's rugby. Yeah, oh. Australia. Australia have got like the Indigenous print on their jerseys now. Yeah. But even the when the Blues went over to play um, the Western Force, they had a whole ceremony, original ceremony, in the beginning, and I was like, oh man, when did Australia ever care about the indigenous? You know, when did Australia ever care about the indigenous? Yeah, and that and that's I thought that was the same thing what Inzala was doing with the All, all Blacks announcement. No. Yeah, stunts. <laughs> <laughs> but the indigenous week does blow up a bit, eh? Like it, yeah, yeah, later on, so. yeah. But even in the high schools too, my nephews and nieces talk about it all the time. Like yeah. they have like a native week. Oh, it usually falls just before the indigenous round. But yeah, it's like when whatever ethnicity you are, you gotta come collectively as a group and perform. Oh yeah. Oh, like a, a culture night or yeah. something. Oh, it's a day. It's oh, a day. Oh. But yeah, nothing like politics here. But yeah, she just cracks up whenever they do the oh, yeah, all the um, Samoans and these Australian born Samoans plus the Kiwi ones. Always that one guy does the civil tower, that's the swearing. <laughs> I mean, one of the teachers in the year, they don't know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty harsh. Take their chances. Yeah. Do what they want, something. Hey, um, wasn't there an issue of, um, there was an issue where Stephen Adams would never play for the Kiwis? Or the Tall Blacks? Yeah. Because they, they didn't really look after him when he was Yeah, there. when he was here, right? Yeah. See, that, that, I mean, uh, I know it's a different code, but just imagine if they did look after him, you know? He still wouldn't, still wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, no, because he's made it obvious, eh? Like, as a kid, like, boxing was one of the, the most expensive sports to try yeah. and travel for and try to get into, even just the trial. Like, he says, yeah, memories of him couldn't afford to go. He yeah. said, they pick a national team, the guys couldn't play, they just gave it to the next person. So it wasn't really the best team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why he yeah he hates on the music hustle system because of the way it was. Oh, that's a bit of a topic I, I thought I thought about just now. I, mean, I thought about it during the week, but I thought it was pretty up now. It's like the 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 life of it, social media. So like when I first heard about it and got into it, like I was excited, like everyone was on me all the time, Facebook and stuff like that. But now, like I feel like I'm getting the the excitement of it's wearing down, and mm. so I still use it. Like I used to try to post and like oh, this would be cool and like, you know, do things for it. You know, like you have different phases of, oh, this, uh, to get attention or yeah. this, this yeah. looks good or this is what you're supposed to post and, and things like that. But now I'm like, you know, like in, like anything, like if you get a new uh, Xbox, it gets old. Yeah. Or, you know, the new CD, you know, uh, songs, and you know, it gets old. So I feel like social media for me is getting old now, like it's some sort of seeing through. But in the beginning, I didn't see for anything. I was getting sucked into everything, like everyone. And I guess I still do in some things. But now it's like getting less and less, yeah. and now I'm using it for what it's supposed to be to like, uh, you know, to communicate or keep in touch with family and things like that. I don't post that much anymore, yeah. things like that, you know. And yeah. I'm not like trying to post what's perceived as good, you know. It's just yeah. like, oh, this is a, a special occasion in our family, or we won the game, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, what it's supposed to be. So yeah, where are you guys at with that? Like, 
that's I'm just being honest, like I was addicted and you know like and posting for the wrong reasons, you know like all that yeah. sort of stuff and got affected, but mm-hmm. now I'm like, oh this is it's sort of I'll I'll wanna where the next few years where my head's gonna be at, you know what I mean? In terms of now where I am now. You'll go around and um, start with you. Yeah. Um okay, so um, so I don't have a phone. Influencer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a phone. Are you influencer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I used to post like yeah, yeah. I was addicted to everything. Um, so I don't have a phone. Um, my phone got smashed again from a certain person. I won't go into detail. Yeah, my phone got smashed. It was a it was a nice phone. Anyway, anyway, um, it's been four three four days now not having a phone. The only thing I love about not having a phone is that I can, you know, I can, um, I can just go out and just do things, you know, like, <laughs> even though I was, I was doing it before, but it's the, the not, you know, um, no one contacting me, you know, do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. straight, like, if, say, I, like how I was before with a phone, you know, um, but, uh, yeah, the, yeah, it's been, it's been weird because I was so I've, I've had a phone for you know years. I've always had phones, but it's been weird. Um, so uh, now I've got to use um, my mother's tablet, you know, which is annoying because that's her tablet, and I don't, you know, now can I use your tablet? Can I, you know, now I've got to switch out of accounts? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, I know it's not helpful, but I think like I'm still I still rely on it, you know. I'm still. I think I'm still addicted to it, the social media part. Because, yeah, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Messenger, you know, um, now I only have a Messenger. Okay, I don't have, I don't have any other, other apps. Um, yeah, I used to go to sleep with it, you know, like I'll watch uh, Baller's Life. You know, that's my, that's my go to go to sleep. East, East, uh, East Coast Squad. I watch the baller's life and I fall asleep watching that, you know? No, I don't, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, it's, yeah, it's, a, well, I say it's, for me, it's, uh, I could say it's challenging because I'm so used to being on my phone 24 seven, you know? Yeah. Now I don't have a phone, can't reach out. Um, yeah, but I, I managed to still find a way to reach out, you know? Just try still and keep in contact with with people like our chat as well. Mm. Um, I'm by my mate at work because he's older than me. But when phones, he never had a phone for years. I worked on phone. He's been in the company for years, same as me. But uh, when phones, well, even before the um, the sliding, the um, flip flop. During the flip flop days, the flip phone days, the analog days. Yeah, you never had a phone then. Right through to about two years ago, you had to get a phone because of his kids at school and that. Yeah. But he refused to have a phone and he had, he had the funniest reasons, but it made sense to me because his reasons were like, if I'm out of the office, there's no point calling me because I'm not at my desk. So I don't need to phone. Why, why would you want to call me? Yeah. So those kind of things. And if you really wanted to, really wanted to contact me, you would. You know, you will. If it was really important, you will contact yeah. me. You know, ring the landline or you find the way. You, you'll find the way. If it was really important, you'll find the way. So he didn't have. That was his. That was his reasons why not having the phone. Mm. Mm. Now that's a good point, dude. That's yeah. another point. Yeah, but like, 
like I'd say Zay, like because because I was like a constant poster, especially yeah. when it comes to like whatever boot camps he's doing or whatever, whatever times he has with gyms, like using it to um, document your daily daily drive, like yeah. whatever you're doing during the day. But I've I've learned to like sort of like sort of stay off the Pornhub and all that, and like you know, just go on to social media just to do what I need to do. Mm. But the reason they came about is because when I did ask my kids how much screen time they were having and like on the devices they had phones, it was it was a lot. Yeah. So to just be blunt and to say, fuck, you, you're on your phone more than I am at work and I just so much in a week. So what did you get out of that? Nothing. So when I painted that picture for them, my daughter said, what we just did to her is when I said to her, go on your phone if you need to contact someone and just for the stuff that you need, if it has adds no value to your life, get mm. off it. Because yeah. yeah. then you sort of just lose yourself on your phone. Mm. Yeah. But at least with the stuff that I do on my phone is the network. Yeah. Network and like for haircuts and music. And that's pretty much me. And you know, now recently just the chat. So like, that's why I'm always hitting up the office. Like, I'll probably have you the next one. Because I'll listen to that during the week. Yeah. Yeah. Because I hate listening to the radio now. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing sort of hits yeah, the spot. I like the radio. I just yeah. even like this, listen. If I could have a, if I could afford a Spotify account, then I'll probably listen to a lot of your stuff too. Yeah. Because it's just Anchor. <laughs> it's like, what? Touch Anchor. You can do that other, you can do that other ways. For yeah. free. You can use oh, Google, yeah. Google Podcasts. Yeah, I use Castbox. Because you can download the Anchor and play it there without using your data. But no, you can also do that in, you know, a lot of other ones. Um, oh, I, Stitcher. I use uh, Castbox. So I do it when I'm in the uh, Wi-Fi at home. Yeah. Download it. So then when I'm oh, out and yeah. I just listen to it there. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't use any, uh, like, pay for anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause Cause yeah, I don't have Spotify either. Yeah, because it's all new to me. Because this, yeah, the, the podcast is yeah. all sort of new. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, the value I get out is the networking the most. Because mm-hmm. like, um, that's what keeps the old boys brotherhood tight. Yeah. Because whenever I drop new merch, I meet new people and I find out, oh, what do you do for work? You know, that's sort of like my way of checking in with the old boys as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the two things I would never vouch for people in the bars is builders and mechanics. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? Is like, oh yeah, right. <coughs> yeah. Those three things I would never do. Oh, yeah. <coughs> another thing is like, cause uh, I guess I had on uh, Jim Wonder. He's a, a gym guy, and uh, he was saying like his training time is like sacred. Cause I used to post like uh, videos of training and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, like I sort of felt convicted. Hey, so now I do it every now and again. But I'm like, oh, I think that's taking me away from being focused mm-hmm. uh, from my training. Yeah. yeah. So I only do it every now and again, sort of thing. Now and. And I'm like, I realized like, no one really cares, eh? Like, like I thought people care, but they don't really care about you. And you don't care, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like about my life, you know what I mean? Like, only my wife and baby and stuff. But yeah. people don't really care. And like, it's like, yeah, just don't worry about it, you know what I mean? <laughs> Unless it's like a business, you know, yeah, for business or you are you're making money off it or something like that. It's a trick, but I'm like, oh man, I'm just wasting my time, eh? And my but it's a thinking about to, it, you know? To, um, like, but yeah, you know, secret. People say to reflect. Yeah, like yeah. you want to reflect, like the memes that come up, the solid eh? Yeah. Like if you know you had a good week and you've managed to document it, good enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you put it into your reel or whatever, and it comes back, mm-hmm. a lot of people want to be reminded, like, oh man, that was cool, you know? Yes. Yeah. It shows we were then to where you are now. Yeah. Almost yeah, yeah, without yeah. you having to try and think because it's mm-hmm. just a resurface thing. You know, oh, when the memories come up, then the memories yeah. come up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, if it's good, like, post, you know, life moments, but not, like, just anything, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know, I agree, I agree. But just not everything. Man, I think, you know, for me, when I look back at my social media days, 
it's like I think I went through every single phase of social media. Because you, know? yeah, you, you were anti. <laughs> this guy was anti-social media. Huh? That was my time too. So that and that, I'll put that into the the phases of social media. But I remember first before Facebook, there was like High Five and and Bieber. Bieber, yeah. And this was in my early twenties. So I was just partying heaps and that. So I used social media to to show off my <laughs> my weekends out. Yeah. Post drinking, drunk, uh, party photos, and just paste it on there, and just say, "Man, I had a good time." Blah blah. You know, and, and my, well, my Bieber page was just full of these photos, eh? full of these going out photos, partying photos, and man, I just, you know, I was in that frame of mind when, you know, I'm just having a good time. I want the whole world to see me have a good time because <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a better time than you. That was that was my mentality back then. You know, I did. You know, change sort of change when, oh, when when Facebook started. Uh, Facebook wasn't really about photos, eh? In the first place, it was just about writing how you your felt. Status that day. Or something. Yeah, your, your, your status and that. Because mm. I still got statuses, and I'm like, oh, I'm at work today. Get paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that kind. Of, <laughs> it's that kind of stuff. Feels, yeah, I went yeah. to work today. Was like uh, I ate this ago. for lunch. But instead of taking a photo, but you you write about it. Mm. Back in the early Facebook days, eh? yeah. And then, you know, you start putting photos up in that. And then it got to the point where, you know, when I noticed on social media, people were putting up their problems. Like everybody, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody, all friends. We're not talking about um, like problems at work and that, but actually personal problems, like having arguments with their, their family, relationships. relationships. Mm. You know, we were splitting out their guts on social media. Like, and I used to find it real funny how people, man, I can't believe they said that. Like, yeah. Like, what, what do you want me to do about it? You know, kind of that kind of stuff. But, you know, I just, it was, I noticed a lot of that happening. But it's funny because the same people that used to do that on my friends, on my friends, aren't doing it now. So there's like a maturity that's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a maturity that's happening. So I never see them. Like, there, there's one or two people that I remember back in the days used to, like, man, put everything up, big. You know? <laughs> yeah. Everything. But now they don't do it anymore. It's like, okay. So, but then there came to a time when I I, I, I didn't like social media anymore because it was like really distracting. So I actually cut it off. I shut down my all my accounts, my Facebook account, my Instagram, and just not no more. And it was dark for like for like two whole years, and it was good. It was good because I had time to talk. You know, <laughs> didn't have to. You know, I wasn't worried about. You know, I had the same thing when people want to contact me, they can just give me an email, give me my email address, stuff like that. You know, so. Yeah, that that time was was really good in terms of the being social again, like yeah. the face to face. Then the podcast started, and so I had to get them back on social media yeah. to do all the the um, you know, try to get the podcast out. So that's the reason why I jump back on on social, social media, media for just same as you for the networking yeah. and stuff like that. And then and then right at now, right now, I, I, I when I think about how I use social media now, not only for the podcast but for just putting out content like that's informative or entertaining or just yeah. ideas or opinions. So if you look at my social media, it's not about anything personal. Like I don't take photos of myself doing something real cool or, yeah. you know, I don't say, oh, man, oh, I just I just went eight here in this fancy restaurant or I went to, you know, that kind of stuff anymore. I don't do that. It's all about how I felt. I have an opinion on a game, sports, or opinion about a movie, or opinion about anything. That sort of relates to what we do and on what we do on, on the podcast too. Yeah. So it's just sort of just putting that out there. 
because I think because we had that podcast with um with David and David was talking about how he's using social media now. Yeah, and how he yeah, because he he was never on it either. Yeah, but he had to because of uh, his business he was doing or something, selling cars or something. Yeah, know, or buying cars. Or something. Yeah, but he was a. When he told us that he actually enjoys to read what we. Oh yeah, was he found it entertaining? Yeah, yeah. Found, found it entertaining. Yeah, you know, and and these are things that you don't you don't think about because you think about you think about all the friends you have on your on your social media, but you don't really talk to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you use it to keep in contact with people, that's cool. But if you do it just for the likes and the friends and the responses mm. from how you post, mm. yeah, that's the that's the shit part of it. Eh? Yeah, because a lot of people play into the emotions of how people are. Like yeah. I remember having this conversation with someone who told me about they weren't sure about being on um, social media because it's more the like when they have first birthdays and they don't want oh they didn't invite so and so and then they see that and the first thing they go and comment is like oh happy birthday to even though we didn't give them money to come like little things like that like they oh, worried yeah. about how like it's, like because like when it comes across on social media but yeah. in the end it's sort of like nah because at the end of the day. Like, if you're friends with people and you know you would never talk to them in person, just don't add them. It's simple as that. And there's a block button, unfollow. Yeah. Like, you don't need that, you know? Mm. Unless it's like, oh, you know, you really want people to be in the loop of what's happening. Then sort of like, you know, you can use it like that. So I've, I've actually overcome that. Yeah. Overcome that on my social media. So on my Facebook page, I love getting friends on my Facebook page for, for a long time. And a lot of them are friends from school or people from school that we know. Mm. We probably haven't seen for years, yeah. you know. But that's the beauty of Facebook, the way it's yeah. connecting like that, like yeah. especially with people who aren't here anymore, like they're offshore. But yeah. But I think that feeling of why you're there for if I don't talk to you, that feeling comes because when you put personal stuff up, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, you're putting stuff up for your family to see, your family overseas to see, but then you still got these people in the background and your friends list that are seen it too, people that you never seen for years, mm. and I think that little. Knowing that's there, there's a bit of a little bit of a violation to you know how you feel about putting personal stuff in for your family to see, yeah. you know. And then you yeah. say, Oh, I'm putting stuff for my family, I haven't seen this guy in years. Why is he looking at my stuff? Why is he my, my friend for yeah. you know? But so I've sort of got an over it, gotten over it by not putting personal stuff on. I'm putting oh, yeah. stuff that people can read if yeah. they want to, to you know, to enjoy or to have a that, that's why, I, yeah, I, I just put stuff there. For content now, yeah. For, and and whoever reads it can do whatever they want with it. Mm-hmm. And if it makes their day better, I don't know. See, that's the thing you don't know. You know, p- people are silent, but you don't know what they're thinking. But we always assume what they're thinking because we're worried about the reaction to whatever we put up there. Yeah, true. But the time when you say you don't care, you just put it up there. It's up to them if what they want to do with it. They can do whatever they want. With it. Just move on to the next post. I think what you're saying about like posting for likes or for reactions or for mm. engagement, like, oh, I had a thing of trying to do that and now I don't want to do that, mm. but I see other people doing it. Mm. Yeah, like, I guess they're in a different phase of their journey. And I'm like, oh, this is not a good place to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so now, yeah, it's just for like time mm. moments and stuff like that. So I, I didn't recognize it in myself before as much. Mm. And now I'm like, oh, but I'm going to do this just to try to get, you know, be looked or perceived a certain way, you know? Yeah. It's most, not even true, it's not even, you know, whatever, you know, or you're blowing it up like it's bigger than it is, or, yeah. Yeah. you know, you look at my cool like that, like, they go through phases of it. Yeah, 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 I remember on my own Bible's page, there's one guy had an opinion for everything. Like, every <laughs> shut damn thing, man, like, 
And in my head, I was like, oh, this guy's one of those guys. See, like, you know, and I should have given him an ambassador badge. Because he had, like, five cents on everybody and everything. But it got to a point where, like, I'd sort of, like, take the piss out of it. But then I acknowledge him. Like, when I do the, I'm not too sure about that one. Mm. It was, like, just replying to people. And then I'll tag him in it to see what he thinks. Mm. And then, like, he obviously matured, right? And then type of he's like, oh, I wouldn't know. You know, he just didn't have anything to say about it, right? Yeah. I think everyone goes through that. Mm. They like. You can be like, oh yeah, I'll just be out the game, just post like this. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, a phase, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Because some people play play on the like the racist stuff or culture stuff or yeah. whatever you know, sexist yeah. stuff, because they know it's gonna get engagement or yeah. make them seem like they're really cool or something like that. Yeah. Or they even use their kids, you know, like post for their kids, like, oh look at me, I'm a great dad or mom or what, you know what I mean, <laughs> stuff like that. So, oh, uh, that was the worst stuff, right? Yeah, those kind of posts. Yeah, like I'll be. You, using me, things for a, yeah, because yeah, yeah. to me those are obvious. Yeah, like, hey man, you should be a good dad. Mm. <laughs> Is that your job? Like, yeah. stuff like that, you know. Yeah. I like following the Samoa stuff, like the um, the Hamo King, like when he was like at the gate talking smack about the province of Samoa. Oh yeah. Like yeah. there's a like, Camille's page that comes up because I don't know if you saw, but like when um the independence of Samoa celebrated the sixty years in in Mangri, and there was supposedly only one MC and one guy who had pretty much got given the the you know, the water presented. But then they have another guy from a, so the same station, but he wasn't never supposed to talk. And then he got on the and mic, started talking, started talking, and mm-hmm. then he's there for some this and stuff. And then he's sort of like taking the spotlight away from everything that was happening. But then even when they went to the Samuel house, or like when they end up having the Prime Minister talk, he was standing there. And this is the Asiata guy from um, I think he's from Fapidimon. But then if you see the memes on him blowing up about like how disrespectful because you know in Samoan culture like you should only stand like with your representative or place can not defend me. And he tries to do those backtrack back backtrack ones. Mm. <laughs> and he's getting drilled like. oh, <laughs> But it's the funniest thing here. and it's not the actual post. Like someone's taking a snippet of it and he's trying to explain or back in the day from where our families are tied to the he's talking his ties to the, the Prime Minister. Mm. And then bro, you just read all the comments there, like it's crack up there. Like I like reading that stuff. Like, it's on our page. Because that that's entertaining to me. Mm. Like I mean, yeah, so I many people fear Poco. Like obviously like I said so it would be like a university thing like on Dango But the amount of people coming at him and he's trying to justify it. It's like, yeah, but that's that's entertaining to me. Should put it on the page. Put on, yeah, put on the page. I'll find the, I'll find, I'll find the, um, the page, the actual page. So guys, that was, that was the call of, uh, oh. <laughs> time, time's up. up, time's up, up man. That's okay, bro. Thanks, thanks, man. We're going to wrap it up. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, best of luck to your boys, man. Yeah, yeah. The rest of the season, man. Hopefully there's, there's, um, well, they must be trust members, eh? Blocking yeah. these from trying to get <laughs> I don't know. It's whoever's at the top, though. Yeah, yeah. Who's got this week? I think we've got uh, One Tree Hill. So they're, they're like 0 4 2, so it's a, a game we've yeah, got a good chance of winning if we put it together. Yeah. All the best. Yeah. Yeah, all the best Thanks, time. guys. Thanks for coming. Uh, See you, ha- uh, Having us out here, and it's always good catching up and talking shop. All right. Sweet. Have a good week, boys. Yeah,